Undaunted, you seek the lost, O God. Exultant, you bring home the found. Touch our hearts with grateful wonder at the tenderness of your forbearing love. Grant us delight in the mercy that has found us and bring all to rejoice at the feast of forgiveness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Our faith legend tells us that Moses convinced God not to allow Israel to be destroyed by its enemies. He begs God to save Israel, reminding God of the promise he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to make Israel a great nation. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Go down at once. Your people, whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt, have acted perversely. They have been quick to turn aside from the way that I commanded them. They have cast for themselves an image of a calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, how stiff-necked they are. Now let me alone, so that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them. And of you I will make a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord his God, and said, O oh Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, how you swore to them by your own self, saying to them, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have promised I will give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring on his people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Paul summarizes Christian faith in the letter to Timothy by writing, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. See if you could do a better job summarizing what you believe. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I am grateful to Christ Jesus our Lord who has strengthened me because he judged me faithful and appointed me to his service even though I was former, formerly a blasphemer a persecutor, and a man of violence. But I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But for that reason, 
I receive mercy, so that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. All the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying that this man welcomes sinners and, and eats with them. So Jesus told them a parable. Now which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the other 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having 10 silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Then Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. The younger of the sons said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So the father divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. The young man would gladly have filled himself 
with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have more than enough to eat? But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up. I will get up and go to my father. And I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off, and he went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around his son, and he kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead, and he's alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. The slave replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has gotten him back safe and sound. Then the elder son became angry, and he refused to go into the party. His father came out and began to plead with him, but he answered his father, Listen. For all these years, I have been working like a slave for you. And I've never disobeyed your commands. Yet you've never given me even a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours comes back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead, and now he's come to life. He was lost. And has been found. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. What was lost is found. The one who was dead is alive. Let heaven and earth rejoice. The story that Jesus tells is a story of the amazing mercy of God. And I would suggest there, there's a lesson to be learned. When I was growing up in, in, in the Catholic school, we were taught that when you went to confession, you had to make a perfect act of contrition. Do you remember that? Some of you are too young, but a perfect act of contrition. What did that mean? For some priests, it meant you said it as fast as you could so he could get out of the box. But a perfect act of contrition, is that really necessary? Or is it more important for us to recognize that God is a God of mercy? who is willing to forgive whatever we do, that forgiveness really is more, it hangs more on God, on the love of God, than it does on perfect contrition on our part. I'm not saying that makes it easy. I'm just saying it's more important to trust God's mercy than a perfect act of contrition. I think that's one of the lessons of the story that Jesus told. The lost was found. The one who was dead has come to life again. Let heaven and earth rejoice. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.